I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with obviously <laughs> it's gonna be the girls are still wearing the clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara, and I'm your sexy, swinging lifestyle host tonight. We are here to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about non-traditional relationships. The Swinger lifestyle has transformed our life. Meeting each other has shattered everything we thought about normal relationships. Maneuvering our way through non-monogamy has transformed our view on sexuality, relationships, and sex. We produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our sponsors make this all possible. We truly appreciate their generosity and everything they do to support us. If you're interested in sponsoring our show, contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. And if you like our show, get social with us. We're always available online. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted and Twitter is sxuninterrupted. We also have a Facebook like page. If you go to our website, sexuninterrupted.com, you can find all the links and deets. So this is typically our smoke show, but we are not having one because this is a special episode. I'm inviting three amazing women to help me out in hosting this show. James is not here. We are going to be sharing the woman's perspective on all things related to consensual non-monogamy. And boy, am I excited to do this. Just said boy. (laughs) (laughs) Also, stay tuned to the end of the show for details about the contest and the chance to win some great products. Make sure to go to thesexylifestyle.com to enter. So I'm going to get us right into it. This is our first segment and like I said I have three women here who are going to talk about non-monogamy because they are in the lifestyle. The who wants to go first? Okay. <laughs> I was going to do introductions first so that the listeners kind of have an idea of who you are, kind of how you got into the lifestyle, um, what your relationship status is like. And first we have Jules. Hi. <laughs> I'm Jules, and I found the lifestyle in 2010 in Vegas, and kind of mm. quite literally accidentally tripped and fell into a party, and was really curious about it, and met some people that kind of showed me the lay of the land, and after that, I knew I'd kind of been in the right place at the right time for the first time, so I've explored the lifestyle single, in relationships, single again, back in relationships, and now I'm kind of back in the it's complicated slash single land at the moment. <laughs> So you have some good insight. I think so, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure that people will appreciate that, definitely. Um, next, Annalie. Hi, uh, my name is Annalie, and I am pretty much what you would call a lifer. Um, I've been in non-monogamous relationships since I was 16. I have actually never entered a relationship with a monogamy thought process I've always known I was bi, so that's always played a very important part of my sexual decisions. I'm presently single, which they would call unicorn, and of course that has been something a part of my life for the last 15 years. I've been dating couples, so there's lots of uh, powerful knowledge in years of experience there. My vision at the moment in the lifestyle is I hold space for all women who are actively pursuing their own freedom. 
in their sexuality and relationships. So I'm proud to be a woman and I'm proud to be here with these women. I'm so happy to have you. That was so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And we also have Natasha on the show today. (laughs) I'm Natasha. Um, I feel like I'm fairly new. However, I kind of have this history. Um, I knew since I was a little girl that I was bi, but I didn't really like identify that until I was already in my early 30s. Um, But (laughs) my dad was a nudist. (laughs) So we like had a cottage in like a, back then you would call it a nudist colony. It sounds so weird. No, this is great. I love no, it. no, this is my big. This, this is my big drunk at a party thing where I say, "When I was five years old, I was mini princess of Crocus Company. and people go, "What?" I like to shock people. You <laughs> I told you. You told me. <laughs> so, it's kind of there's been like this, like thing that's gone throughout my life that I didn't really understand until I was maybe old enough to like identify with it mm-hmm. so not only that um where we had our stint with having a cottage where people were naked um my dad I also found out later in life that he was a swinger oh so I knew that I didn't know that okay I knew that and I never really processed it I never rejected it and I never accepted it I just kind of I was like okay he was a swinger, like like avoided it almost. I, no, I just I just never like asked questions. I never like so that comes into play because later in life, when you kind of like, have aha moments, you start to connect dots throughout your life, which I'm trying to yeah, do right now. Sure. And you're like, oh, okay, this all makes sense. Where I've landed here now. So um, I would say you guys spoke at. Um, taboo and told your story and you guys said has anyone here cheated in a monogamous relationship and when I thought back I'm like I have never been faithful in a monogamous relationship like it kind of clued in that day I was like so I've had that non-monogamy kind of thing I don't know how to say it blueprints almost yeah it's a good way to say it yeah Yeah. I think me too yeah so I was in a monogamous relationship and during that time, we experimented and had some threesomes, which I loved because I was bisexual. And now finally, I was getting to experience other women. Um, and then I started to get more curious about it and did some online researching and discovered that Calgary had a community and there were clubs. Is that when you found me? That's when I basically found you. Well, no, not the first time, not the first okay. time. So I was still in this toxic relationship prior to the one I know. Okay. She was very jealous and controlling and I was secretly going online and le- learning more about connecting the dots. Oh, my dad was a swimmer. That's what this is. And da 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 da. Like, I just was excited about it and I wanted to learn more. But then I also didn't have the freedom to... Mm-hmm. I wasn't sharing that with my partner. My partner, that wouldn't have been something we could Mm -hmm. do together at all so I kind of went on the back burner so when I finally left this relationship and I was on my own healing having time to myself not dating not having sex or anything like that finally when I was ready not to date but to be intimate I was like oh yeah there's that website I found so I went back to it 
And that's also when I found Sex Uninterrupted <laughs> and found the podcast, started listening. And uh, I was like, I'm going to give back to the community. Because when, <laughs> when I was a couple, I wanted a single female. So now I'm going to be that single female. Because what? it actually felt really? safer to yeah, me. Absolutely. I didn't want to go on Tinder and have yeah. men creeping on me. I didn't want that. I just came out of... I love I, couple oh experience. I feel like the opposite of me. I never was the unicorn because I thought it was so unsafe. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I felt... I would rather absolutely. hook up with somebody from the bar. I didn't... Oh, yeah, really? that wasn't safe for me. And I was like, I just had this controlling person for 10 years. Like, it was... Ugh. I want to be in control and I want to feel safe and I don't want any commitment. And so I started... <laughs> that way yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. I like that yeah for me I think it was I just didn't have enough information about the lifestyle I didn't know that it was so safe that you know couples do technically cherish unicorns and they don't put them in well not all but some couples they usually take care of them and they don't oh I've had for an sure. amazing treatment from yeah. couples so have I I've had gifts I've had incredible experiences I've been taken away on weekends mm-hmm. I've gone to cabins in the woods for weekends you know I've been treated so well as a unicorn I've never felt unsafe ever so it's pretty a blessing for as a woman to find their sexuality and share it with a couple there's mm. there's the best of both worlds, they say, but there is something so honorable that a couple wants you. Yeah, there is something so amazing <clears throat> that of all the women that they meet and and have that process, you know, you were the one that they they wanna. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, for me, I've had more one the first time they've ever been with a woman. That's my higher percentage. I don't know. I, I guess I go for the the newbies. The newbies. <laughs> well, my I mean, and I don't want to sound like I'm still experienced because I'm not. Because it was quite small and limited. It was like this six week period of time from well being single and I don't want to have sex with anyone. I need to have this time to myself. Yeah. I don't can't imagine being having sex to boom. Yeah. I need to have sex and I need to have it now. <laughs> and then boom, I'm doing this. And then it was like this six week time period. And then I met mm-hmm. my guy who like, we, we kind of had a history. So we reconnected, That's awesome. but I told him right from day one about the lifestyle mm-hmm. and about what I was doing. I'm like having sex with couples and <laughs> nonchalant and that didn't scare him away. <laughs> so now we're navigating, so I've been with him about a year and a half, just over, and now we're navigating this together for mm-hmm. the first time in a couple relationship. So everything I've had was, con- like, I don't know what I'm doing, to I'm in control, I'm singles, but now I'm doing this with the person I love more than anything. So... Yeah, that's a powerful transition that you've gone through. Yeah, yeah. I think I if I wish for everyone, I wish for that whole transition. I wish it for everyone too, because <laughs> now I'm experiencing. You no, know, it 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 also teaches you the power of being um, self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yes, where hugely there's such a mistake as people enter the lifestyle of not being self-aware. So you've gone through such an amazing churn of events, really, that have cultured such a powerful powerful woman in your own relationship thank you and he's somebody who is was in the right place at the right time as well and 
Um, he's very understanding That's and key, hey, the right place at the right time yeah. for the guy as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're ta- you know we're taking. I think we're pretty baby steps. <laughs> And that's okay. That's fine. You go at the pace of whatever There's no you feel right or wrong with. way. To and we're learning that as we go along. <laughs> so, I think we live in an instant society. Yes. So everything yeah. needs to be instant. Yeah. And we are not instant human beings. No. no. So stop being one. Yeah, so. it's true. Um, there was something that was brought up. So I know I'm by. You're by. Mm-hmm. You're by. Are you by, Jules? I am for sure. I yeah. find like the the title bisexual I don't love because I find that a lot of people outside of the lifestyle feel that means that you would date a woman much like you would date a man and I'm only romantically involved with men but definitely sexually bisexual so that's kind of I, yeah, I think that the titles and I mean within the lifestyle there's like bi comfortable bi situational bi curious bi this bi that bi everything and to me like a lot of them can often have the same definition it just I depends know. what the person resonates with and and the words get so confusing so I think that's sometimes important to explain but but definitely sexually I am for yeah. sure I find yeah majority of women are um okay well thank you ladies for sharing all that information about yourselves I'm sure the listeners really appreciate that the openness and the honesty because um, somebody else could be listening and be exactly in your shoes where you were five years ago so thank you Uh, we're going to cut to a quick commercial break and when we return we're going to talk about what the lifestyle's done sexy is back people on we've got it going on so stay tuned here on the sexy lifestyle network Do you find yourself lying in bed, dreaming about how to spice up your love life and wondering how you are going to make it happen? It's time to have an intimate conversation about life, love, and lust on Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you've been suppressing your emotions, wanting and waiting to talk about the way you really feel about romance, host Cheryl Besner is ready to help you challenge and change the way you approach your love life. Pillow Talk with Cheryl can be heard every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are you ready for uncensored talk about sex, relationships, and more? Then listen for Tammy's Playhouse. Host Tammy and her occasional co-host Dan will break it down for you with some great advice, words to make you feel comfortable, and even some humor to hopefully make you laugh until you pee. Forget insecurities. We're all in the same boat here. Just enjoy the ride. Tammy's Playhouse is broadcast every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome back to Sex Uninterrupted. Today, it's just Tara. So I brought three amazing women onto the show. We are talking about what non-monogamy means to us and kind of how it plays a role in our lives. Um, We just finished sharing a little bit about ourselves, which was great. And next, I kind of wanted to drive the conversation towards what the lifestyle 
has done for you really what what it's brought into your life what are some of the benefits what are some of the things that you didn't know that that in, involved the lifestyle like for me for example I didn't know that friendships were such a big part in the lifestyle I didn't know that I was going to make all these friends that finally accepted me for myself I don't know anybody else feel that way I feel like there's a certain level of ownership you know, when you meet someone, they say, oh, you're in the lifestyle. There's this common denominator that even though I don't believe in like-minded, I believe in open-minded because our like mind are not all alike. There's so many different avenues under the umbrella of cult lifestyle. So we have to be careful not to line ourselves up with people that may not actually be lining ourselves. Mm-hmm. But there's such an ownership really on the basis of the fact that people honor that, that lifestyle name. So it doesn't mean that they are honorable. It just means there's a sense of respect that you know that you're part of a, a community that is so much bigger than you. Yeah. And I think that's, for me, what's changed my life um, is entering a community and understanding that this isn't just about me. This isn't just about my decisions. This isn't just about my sexual happiness. This is about what can I give back. What can I give back to the community as um, someone who follows, you know, and respects and adores and and wants people to find freedom? So that's probably what's... That's me too. (laughs) You know that. Yes. (laughs) We're going to walk a plane. Uh, Jules? I find for sure you you make great friendships. And I would say most of my strong friendships, definitely not all, but most are within the lifestyle or other people that have found the lifestyle through kind of me introducing it to them or um, they introduce it to just different paths, I suppose. But um, definitely the friendships are very strong. And I think that that's almost more important than the sex. And that's, Mm -hmm. I have lots of friends within the lifestyle that I've never played with. And and perhaps they, you know, we're not interested in each other or whatever the reason. And we're strong friends that share this thing we call the lifestyle. So I think that yeah, yeah, that's very that important. Ownership, and it, really, you don't have exactly. to have sex. No, to totally. Be, you know, compatible in friendship. Totally. You know, like everyone. And then nice. sometimes you yes. do have sex, yes. and that's great too. It is. A bonus. <laughs> that's a bonus. You know, I think those sex is such a, they're such a you know part of the pie, right? If you look at the whole of the lifestyle, I mean, there's so many people go I. If I don't have sex tonight, it's okay because I've met great people. Yeah. Like, you know, so when you take that pressure off of having sex with people, you get down to being that vulnerable person that actually creates friendships and quality. Um, I think it's powerful. I also think I didn't realize how good sex could be. Like, I've had some pretty crazy <laughs> nights of, like, nothing used yeah. to compare to, like, like I said, I would pick up guys at the club or something and like that's okay sex and you really don't know what you're gonna get or which can be interesting as well and can be exciting and and I think too as you kind of grow especially within the lifestyle I find you know what women know what they need more so they can communicate that better and even if it is a one night stand it's gonna be better than a one night stand perhaps earlier in life when they weren't confident enough to say hey listen this is what I want it was just a train wreck (laughs) <laughs> well, I was figuring I think when that you're, out. When you're in the lifestyle, you actually pursue knowledge. Yes, mm-hmm. you, I agree. You start to want more knowledge about why you're you're wanting this. Yeah. So it, without actually entering the lifestyle, a lot of people are stuck in this this spinning wheel of just their you know their life 
exists based over and over the same thing where I think a lot of people in the lifestyle actually start to create the want and the desire to know more. And it's so expand, true. And expand your mind, you expand your soul, you expand your heart. There's there's challenges, there's shit that comes up from your past that you think you're over and done with, but you're not. There's so many avenues that the lifestyle just reaches down and touches a part of you and you you have to grow. Yeah. You cannot you stay stagnant in the lifestyle. No. Yeah. You, For me, being newer, I guess, and in a relationship, it's more about our communication with each other and talking about being finding a safe place, I guess, when you're having those conversations, like what, I guess, what your rules and boundaries are, what you feel comfortable with, what what your some of your desires are or what your fantasies are. So it's opened up our, like, in a, being in a new relationship and then also mm-hmm. discovering the lifestyle at the same time has really forced us right from the beginning to, like, have those tough conversations that maybe some couples after five years oh are just going to yeah. start entering into. And um, we're a couple who aren't really having like the experiences that you guys are having at this time. Like we're not having sex with people, but we're getting to know people. It's camera and having sex at all. Well, what I meant was... <laughs> I totally... What I meant, like, by know that, that journey was just that we're not even, like, we're so new that we're, like, and we're, like, so on the edge here. So what we're doing is, like, attending socials, and everything is more conversational and more about discovery, self-discovery, yeah, discovery as a couple, learning from conversations that we're having or from posts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of posts. posts and also podcasts. <laughs> a lot of posts. <laughs> um, and that's totally like it doesn't matter where you are in the lifestyle. Absolutely. We can be where we are, where we're just like toes, toes in the water. Like we're yeah. s- we're still in. Like we still bought into it. Like this open non monogamous. Yeah, it's a journey. And Absolutely. So that's exciting. Like you know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> we talk about how sometimes, like, we, we talk so much about things, and then when we talk about, well, if that actually happened, it's like, oh, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> See, that's so exhilarating. Like, yeah, I know. The, I'll but, give you the signal. <laughs> Just watch for my signal. <laughs> no, but I was reading your, um, your blogs to him, your recent blogs on... I guess on Patreon. On Patreon. And I was like, mm-hmm. these are fun to read. I was reading them, and it's like, Ooh. <laughs> Whatever happened. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's so fun to read. But then if you apply it to us, it's like, wait. <laughs> like, that's the threesome one that I just that's, posted. That's so powerful. Oh, no, that one's good. <laughs> I can handle that if one. If you don't actually talk about the things that are going to fall apart, yeah. never mind the things that are going to be successful. If you don't talk about the things that fall apart, you will never be able to handle the things that fall apart. Yeah. Yes. And if you shut down, which so many people do emotionally and that and. You, do, you shut down to a point where you can't even talk about it because it was never talked about before. Right. Then you go into this whole shame part and and wonder if that's valid and if, how can we never thought about that? We just always were full on trained that, you know, we go plowing through something that this is all going to be successful. You know, one of the most responsible things a couple can do is talk about what if something yeah. happens, mm-hmm. yeah. especially in the disaster end of it. Because mm-hmm. we cannot control other people. And that's a big thing that we have to remember that we're not in this based on a, just a couple or alone or whatever. Yes. You have no control over someone else's response or some couple or group of people mm-hmm. that's going to respond to you. 
and you have to prepare it and what happens in that whole process. Mm -hmm. I think that's powerful that you, even though you think you're only dipping your toes, you're so far ahead than most couples I think I have ever talked to as being new. Yeah. So good on you. And I think the nice thing about the lifestyle too is it is what you make it and how you define it. Exactly. And when I say that when I found it, I felt like I was in the right place at the right time for the first time. Right. That's when it became okay to define my own box and not have society give me this box yeah. to fit in. Yeah. So and whether that's for each and every relationship or different phases as somebody who's single in the lifestyle and single in general in life, yeah. like I can write my own rules and they can exactly. evolve and change as wanted and needed whether I'm single or in a relationship. So Absolutely. I think the key thing as a new person and probably for everyone is this whole idea of expectations and like when you're first learning about something or going into it head first or however you're doing it just take away the expectations and just like let it be an experience or a journey like you said and just enjoy what's happening and just don't have the expectations that it was like drilled into my head from podcasts or from whatever but then as soon as I was with my the person I loved the most all of a sudden expectations would just come it was just it's natural yeah. I think you just think about that and then if you just have to take a step back and be like let's have no expectations yeah. and just let this happen naturally and so it's actually been really fun that's great mm-hmm. I like that do you guys think you'd ever um go back to a vanilla oh no could you no 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 I don't (laughs) think I could no 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 I reserve my response Right? So I'm not going to be apologizing anymore for the fact that I was born this way for so many reasons Mm -hmm. other than just being bi. So. Well, and I think it becomes part of your identity and not for everybody, but I think to a certain extent, whether, you know, it's being active within the lifestyle or wanting to attend parties or choosing those types of resorts and traveling that way. It, I wouldn't be able to completely leave it behind the, you know, the, yeah. the exact rule book, like I said, can change depending on the circumstances, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. it's there to stay. I think you grow. So yes. when, and when you grow, you evolve. And when you evolve, you change your perspective on things. You change your idea of what you want, what you need. And, you know, who you are five years into the lifestyle is definitely not the per- first person that no, you were looking God. in the mirror on that first, you know, journey. Oh my God. And thank no. God, because mm-hmm. if you're not growing in this, then I, you know, you've got some stagnant energy that is just not that inviting. Our little quote that <laughs> we <sentence>. use. <laughs> just, just as new people, like, navigating it out. There's a quote that we stole from, I think it's this, um, We Got a Thing, okay. from their podcast. Yeah. They say, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. So I told that to him. And so every once in a while, he said, he'll say, he'll repeat that back to me for, if we're not having fun, Aww. we're doing it wrong. Yeah. So we try to keep that. That's a powerful check-in. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. yeah. I think that we are, we need to go to a commercial break actually right now. So we're going to head over to what our sponsors have to say. And when we get back, we're going to talk about tips, advice from women for women. I didn't screw it up. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time, here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. And you are listening to Sex Uninterrupted with only Tara today. Again, I have three amazing women on the show. I keep calling you guys amazing because I can't think of another <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> so we're going to stick with it the whole show. We think show. you're amazing. So. Yes. yes. Okay, Thank four amazing women. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're talking about our lives in non-monogamy land. So um, I think a good thing to talk about is tips and advice because we're all at different stages in the lifestyle journey. And I think we all can share some insight because, like, guys, I get asked questions all the time. So this, there's so many women out there who want the help, the support, the guidance, and who feel like you used to feel before you found this life. And so so let's let's give them some good, <laughs> good pieces some of good advice. advice. Yeah. All right. So for me, um, this is my area of passion is um, women women that in so many different ways and I know that's the same thing with you Tara Mm -hmm. your your passion for women and finding their own sexuality um, is beautiful and I always admire your ability to put yourself out there like that too and I respect women and I want women to respect women I think ultimately the lifestyle will 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 challenge you and how you perceive your relationships with women. Oh my God, yes. And ultimately, I think sometimes um, from a newbie perspective to um, someone that's in it for five years or someone that's now been in it 10, 15, 20, 25, or have always been a lifer, I think there's a one rule that we need to really, really understand as we get going and become more um, mature in it is to remember that you were a newbie at once. Mm-hmm. And that that kindness that was shown to you as a newbie mm-hmm. from other women is your opportunity 
to be that to someone else. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately women need to step up and be more kind, more accepting, more forgiving, more in a way of going, I was here once too. Mm-hmm. And validate us women as women of going, you know what, we all have body issues. We all have our own self-worth issues. We all have jealousy issues. We all have these things that I'm standing here too. I'm not fucking perfect. And to know that we can, you know, stand hand in hand with another woman, that we can be emotionally and physically open with, that we need to look at when we started and what that meant when someone came along was kind and it's generous. So true. That's so beautiful. So yes, as a from a woman to another woman, um, remember. Yeah, you are an ambassador for that as well in the Thank community. You. I would yes. have to say. Yeah, yeah. That's my passion. I recognize. I'm sure everyone like recognizes you for that. Yes. So. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it's you know we're we're coming a long way. Like we are watching a movement that's happening within our whole world, not just, you know, the lifestyle, but I also think because of that movement, movement, we are introducing so many more to the lifestyle is because they're finally, women are finally standing, standing up and going, I don't need this to be a woman and I won't be treated like this to be a woman. And in that movement, there's such an enormous cracking open of women's spirits that they are searching for answers they are searching for you know guidance they're searching for other women to stand with them Mm -hmm. and welcome to the lifestyle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is such a powerful thing you're allowed to be who you are you're authentic yourself Mm -hmm. as you would say with no apology yeah I think there is a big shift going on like not just in lifestyle but absolutely in the world world, a lot of Feminine energy is rising up. Watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show. No, I watched some of it. Oh, I didn't watch it. That's no. like that is tradition. I don't know. I don't watch it. Like Christmas TV. tradition. Oh. Well, we don't have TV either. We had to watch it online. But they were um, me and my partner were saying, like at the beginning of the show, they were really trying to champion that of of woman being strong and independent. It's kind of the Me Too movement. How did you feel, like think about that? I like I said, I only caught bits and pieces of it. Oh, and, like see. Adriana was like that was her last oh, okay. show, so I saw kind of like that part. But um, yeah, I mean, I have watched it a lot in the past, and I find it's I quite enjoy it for the most part. Like in past years, anyways, it's a good representation of women, while not necessarily representing all types of women. So I don't know. I think it's so basically at the beginning of the show, they were interviewing some of the models, and it was along the tone of what we're talking about where it was about being a strong woman and being sexy and it's not for men as one of the models said we're not here to be sexy for men we're here because this is like our authentic self she didn't say those words but that's really what she conveyed so we thought that was kind of cool that is cool it was interesting in such a butchered part of society yeah to have women within it still come out extremely strong for other women Mm -hmm. because ultimately what you know we as women are so connected in our energy that we don't want we don't want to do to another woman well technically we shouldn't do to another woman what you wouldn't want to be done to you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is where life in the vanilla world Mm -hmm. changes 
remarkably in the lifestyle where women start to question and understand. And I've had more women say, I have never trusted women. I have never trusted women in a relationship. And I find I have more women relationships now than I have ever in my life. Mm -hmm. Why? It's because we've transferred that energy to be truthful, to be open, to be kind, to say to women, you're beautiful and actually mean it Mm -hmm. because you're getting that back Mm -hmm. so it's it's a powerful trend that's happening and it's happening a lot more in the lifestyle because women are standing up for women even if they're not bi i don't i think that's a big misconception too is that you have to be bi to be in the lifestyle Mm -hmm. yes it's very difficult because a lot of women are wanting to experience their sexuality doesn't mean they end up bi Right? There's a lot of women that want to experience something and they experience and go, ah, no, that wasn't for me. Yeah. So there are straight women. So I want to reach out to even the straight women that are listening, going, you don't have to be bi to be in, in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you have to be is self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you have to be is aware what yes means and what no means. Yeah. And in your partnership of talking all about the things right that's good advice that comes in that whole perspective of what's going to work to what happens if it doesn't Mm -hmm. so that's i think yeah that's important to bring up you don't have to be a bi woman to be in the lifestyle actually one of the girls i wanted to have here she she isn't bisexual so i wanted to get that insight i thought that would be a good one but maybe next round we'll do that which is very powerful because because lifestyle is viewed so much about sexuality there's a lot of bi women or women who don't understand a straight woman yes yeah agree and it's like let's take a step back let's look at when you weren't bi right there's a certain element of what well there's a lot of women well there's a lot of women that Uh, are in the lifestyle that never knew that they were bi until they were in the lifestyle yeah i i have no attraction to women well i i brought that up earlier that i've known since i was a little girl yeah that i denied that part of myself where you almost and i think maybe gay people go through that too is where you try to reject that part of yourself and be like see that i'm not attracted to that girl like you you know people can be very repressed in their desires that's a good word i think for the most part at least at some stage i I think yeah where the lifestyle creates a buffet yeah (laughs) (laughs) and but you have to be careful at what table you're eating at right because you know what because not everything is for everyone and you have to respect again it comes back to understanding that these are other people These are other souls. These are other people that are looking for the same thing you are. You can't use them. You can't use them at a point of going, okay, come with me. I want to, you know, this experience, I'm attracted to you. And it doesn't really, you know, involve that consent part. It's like, well, thank you very much. But no, there's an an item that we're missing here. Yeah. So, you know, be careful of the buffet. Yeah, the communication is really powerful in the lifestyle because I think in the past, my experiences prior were like all of a sudden you find yourself making out with someone and fooling around or whatever. And now in the lifestyle, you ask for consent. Yes. <laughs> you say, "Can Which I kiss, women? Can women I kiss you? you. Can yeah. I?" And that that was very like eye opening for me to have someone say, "Can I kiss you?" Or this or it's like. I'm in, glad almost you, in the vanilla, I'm vanilla glad world. I'm you got that though. Oh yeah, because in the vanilla world you just go for it. Yeah. But yeah. here it's like. 
you talk about it, you talk about rules, yeah. you talk about boundaries, yeah. you talk about what's acceptable. And women need to still respect boundaries. those rules for other women. It, it's it true. Is. It is. Yeah. And it's a it learning a boundary curve. that is it's a learning curve. Yes. And it's, it's something that women need to realize that you still need to ask consent it's for true. another woman. Yeah. Even with you women, You can't yes. touch her ass because mm-hmm. it's a nice ass standing in front of you. Or yeah. boobs. That I've is, done that. <laughs> I've, done it too, I've done it too. And it's a learning we have curve to, for me. Yeah, for it's, sure. a, it's a check that you have to take, yeah. especially with alcohol. Yes. yes. If there's anything that I really push is the fact that don't drink. Yeah. I know. That's hard not to do because you need a little <laughs> bit of lubrication. That's okay, but there's... And I'm not talking know? about the, <laughs> the kind you buy at the well, sex store. <laughs> yeah, but there's the, the big challenge of can you do it without drinking. Yeah, true. I've done it a few times. I did um, one hotel party completely sober the entire weekend. And it was hard. The consent thing I noticed way more when I was sober, like with how people were not practicing consent. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But when I'm I've been a lawyer kind of, for many years based of, you know, the situation of, you know, being involved, watching people and making sure everything's going smoothly at events and things like that. And watching the breakdown that yes. happens over the course of, and I've been, I've been a failure at it too. So, okay. Sorry to cut you guys off. I know we can go. We can keep going. I know we could keep going. Uh, we're gonna go another commercial break, and when we get back, uh, I have IG questions. Great. From women that want to get them answered by women. So stay tuned. Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of the Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Tune in to talk about sex and sexuality from a man's point of view. The Everything Sexy Show is direct, open, and uncensored discussions, ranging from open relationships to kink, sex parties, and self-love. Hosted by Jamal and Polly Rick, they'll answer your questions, discuss topics you're curious about, and provide a safe forum for perverted and provocative discussions you just won't get anywhere else. Check it out. It never hurts to listen. Everything Sexy, Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
Welcome back to the last segment of Sex Uninterrupted. You are listening to Tara, and I have to say it again. I have amazing. three amazing women <laughs> on the show with me today, and I'm not, I'm kind of sad. This is our last one, but there's we, plenty more. Yeah, time. we're gonna have to do this again. I think that the flow is really it's fun for me to be sitting here with women and not just. James all the time arguing for the spotlight <laughs> what people think we do um, okay so IG questions um, I got a lot of good ones I don't know if we're going to be able to get through them all and we can just whoever wants to answer just answer and if somebody wants to add something they can do that too so the first question do you think there is a stigma for women who are in non-monogamous relationships versus men Wow. Hmm. I know, I told you. That's a good question. Good question. I think the stigma would be that someone may think that the woman was dragged in to it mm-hmm. by the yeah. man. I think there was that stigma. Against, that it's against her will. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> this, is, this is super personal, but the reason I even know that my dad was a swinger is because my mom, well, they obviously split up when I was younger, and she, like, sat me down and told me when I was 12 your dad, you know, did this and he, she felt like she was obligated right. to do it, which yeah. is unfortunate, like for her to feel like she had to go along with that. And I don't think it's for you if you're going along with it. Right. I think that it's, um, you guys spoke at Taboo and said that monogamy, non-monogamy is not for everyone. It's, it's for you or it's not for you. And I think you identify with that, just like identifying with being bi or yeah. identifying mm-hmm. with, Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So you know. And if you know, then go for it and explore. Mm-hmm. Who cares about the stigma? And see, yeah, see if Fuck it's the stigma for you. <laughs> I think, too, if there's, like, it, being single at this time and having been single before while still exploring the lifestyle, men that are not in the lifestyle or don't understand yeah. it or perhaps don't have enough respect almost feel entitled. Or they feel, if I, if I do bring it up on a first date, they feel, oh, you know, I'm getting laid tonight. I This girl will do whatever I want. Like, it's, like, this sense of... Okay, she's obviously in that for this Open reason. For business, totally. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The assumption, yes. Yeah. So that I would think that that's maybe the that's one that right. I that was the next more. question. Are men in the lifestyle more or less aggressive about coming on to you, knowing that you are in the lifestyle? And I don't find it as much with men in the lifestyle. Sometimes, again, okay. there's always going to be margin for error, and not everybody understands boundaries. And sometimes people have slip ups, and we, all, I'm sure, we all have. Like I'm not putting that. I think sometimes it's how many lessons they've learned. Exactly. So, that's, <laughs> but I find for the most part, men within the lifestyle, especially those that you see in established couples, and you know they've they've gone through the learning and they respect people. That doesn't happen very often. Um, you know, once in a while, it yeah. does for sure. Somebody just doesn't get it. But it's more men outside of the, the lifestyle. Vanilla. When I'm explaining yeah. it, they really don't get it. Yeah. No, they don't. And they take it to the. They think it's for them. Oh, too. you know, she's a slutter. <laughs> she's this or she's that or. Uh, even women outside of the lifestyle, I find that, I mean, I kind of, there's a certain, I, I seem to wear, wear this label sex. of, you know, I'm just going out having sex all the time with whoever will give it to me. And, and there are people that I consider quite close friends that just don't understand it. And they, oh, they have too. that thought because exactly. they don't yeah. understand it and then they don't ask. That's going back to what I originally said, meeting the man who I'm with now, who's my soulmate meeting him on the first date and telling him those things he wasn't That's thinking not an easy thing, he wasn't thinking oh goody goody you know he was listening to me and he was taking it all in and I think he was just like Genuine. having reson- he was resonating with what I was saying mm-hmm. and he was thinking 
he and we've talked about this. He's he said I never really heard of it. like I at least I heard about it before. Yeah. <laughs> My mom sat me down when I was twelve and said your dad's a swinger or whatever, right? But he like that wasn't part of his world or his thought process. Yeah. So for him to like just take it in and genuinely like and ultimately, what does it mean to him? Right. Like you can lay out all of what it means to you and they can absorb that information and they come back going, but what does that mean to you? Like, what would you perceive me as? Right. Yeah. How do you, how do you view me now? Now that I've been honest with you about my sexuality and where I want to go and you may think I'm a bit of, you know, a crazy or a freak. Yeah. Like, what does that mean to him? And for men to be honest about what it means is so powerful too for women. Huge. It's so attractive. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Men being emotionally available is so attractive. See, I didn't scare him off, but that decade relationship, toxic one that I was in, that I did have threesome experiences with, that was like, he would have never have gone for anything like that. That would have been too out of his control or whatever. Next question. (laughs) I don't want to take up time. Okay. Next question. This one's good too. How do you deal with jealousy? Because I'm dipping my toes in and I am struggling. That's a... That's such a... I just did a a question. Jealousy is a part of your nature. Jealousy is a part of... Unfortunately, it is part of our ego. And you can't can't ditch ego. Ego is part of your soul. So usually jealousy is about a wound that has not been healed. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So the bigger the sense of abandonment in your relationship, because that's usually what jealousy comes up. So if you're emotionally abandoned, if you're physically abandoned, if you're feeling this this sense of um, long space between your other half and you, if your needs are not being met in a certain way, if you're feeling abandoned, the deeper the wound, the more jealousy yeah. comes out. So jealousy isn't about the fact that you're not human or you shouldn't have it is about the fa- being aware that we need to feel secure. Yes. So jealousy is more of the looking in the mirror and going, what is this really about? Yeah, that's definitely how I so always that's, say that's to work the, with the it. bottom line. I say you don't deal with it. You don't get rid of it. You don't dig a hole and bury it in there. No. The problem is, is that somewhere along the way you did dug a, dig a hole oh, and yeah. you put in a whole lot of information of who you are, what you weren't, abuse, physical, yeah. all that. Trauma. Trauma. You buried it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you think you've gone through so long in life that you then wake up in the lifestyle <laughs> and it starts to poke that bear and that bear comes out of the cave. The great thing about the lifestyle is that it forces you to communicate. So if you do feel jealousy, if you'll just humble yourself and communicate that, you'll find out that what the other person is thinking is not what your self-deprecating self is telling you. For sure. That is totally not even related. And it actually opens up your relationship even more from better communication. Better understanding. So if you feel jealousy, just... Talk about it and be honest to the person that you love. And you'll find that you guys will just become even closer. 
And I think too, the there's this common misconception within the lifestyle, and I've been guilty of thinking this about other couples. Wow, they're perfect. Like they're on the same page. They don't have any issues. Like why aren't they jealous? And I've had a partner who's you know said, why can't we be more like them? Like why are you having these issues of jealousy? And she's not. And I think there's always issues behind closed doors. How people manage them is you know sometimes better or worse for sure. But nobody's perfect. Everybody's you know got something going on that you probably don't know about when you're watching them from afar. Yeah. And I think like when it comes to jealousy, I've kind of called myself jealous situationally because it really depends. And it's it's usually been more about it's never been about what's been happening or the people involved. It's been about my partner not giving me something that I needed in that situation. And it's been about me stepping back and saying, what do I need? What can prevent this in the future? And then it's that conversation and it's that hope that you know, we both follow through on that moving forward in the future when we put ourselves in those situations again. Mm -hmm. I agree. If we're not being intimate, if we don't feel that intimacy, that's when I tend to get more jealous of situations that we're in with other people. Mm -hmm. And everyone has different needs. And like, I found I have, I have a need to be number one, especially emotionally. And if I'm not feeling that, if my partner's on the opposite side of the room if I feel like we're at an event and we're meeting people and they don't know we're together because we've never been seen together at that event it really gets to me right or wrong it really gets to me Mm -hmm. and it's it's something that I want people to say oh you look like this you know great established couple yeah and maybe that's not always the truth and that's why I want that (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's very true it's very valid never never believe that the people that you meet somehow have it all together yeah, but there's like, so much shit that goes behind scenes. Like. Nobody does. I think that's <laughs> just nobody does. And it is the people that look like they do are quite often sometimes the people having the worst it's, problems behind closed and, doors. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. the more they have to put on a facade, that they the more you know, the more yes. lies, the more misunderstandings, the more production that happens are usually the ones that are struggling the most. Just, I think that as a couple, it's the way you handle each situation is what brings you closer together and makes you stronger. Like, And women need to be heard. Yeah. If you're not feeling being heard in your relationship, you need to take a step back. Yeah. And you need to kind of reevaluate why you're not being heard. So in communication, it takes listening from both sides. Absolutely. And so men, listen to your ladies and ladies, listen to your men Mm -hmm. and see what happens and communicate instead of keeping it all internalized. And you just come up with your own stories and those stories aren't necessarily true. No, I talk about everything. Yeah. Lay it out on the table. And if you can't speak, write it. Yeah. I used to write notes to James all the time. The power of writing a letter of going, Mm -hmm. if you can't open up and say, listen, I'm really struggling with this, write it down on paper, hand it over to your lover and go, I've got something to say and then go from there. I think that's a a good idea because that's what, that's what we used to do at the beginning of our relationship. We wrote lots of notes Mm -hmm. back and forth Mm -hmm. just because I didn't feel he was listening to me when it was face to face and that was the only way that I could have him understand how I felt and also how I could get all my thoughts together in a way that I wanted to present it. And now six years in, like we don't don't need to do that as much anymore. I just, I'm pretty blunt. Um, but <laughs> but that's something you learn and acquire in a relationship too. It doesn't yeah. come in the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. You, we hear the term so many times. Relationships take work. So me and my partner have said that. We've talked about that, and we've said, well, work is something that people don't like to do. Like that sucks. You work like we work for a paycheck or whatever. So we we tried to come up with this that 
it's not a burden. It's an adventure. Mm-hmm. An so investment. when you're in a relationship, and if it's, don't say, replace work with, it's not a burden. It's an adventure. Like, yeah. you're loving this person. You want to be on this adventure with them. So it's not a burden. Work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay, well, that's where I'm going to end it because sadly, that's the end of the show. We just go down too many rabbit holes. I know. No, but those were the good questions I actually wanted to bring attention to. Thanks. So um, I'm just going to do our sign off. I want to remind everybody listening that there is a contest at the end of the show. It's a womanizer. Ooh, and you know how good that is. I do. <laughs> And um, there, yeah, I don't know how to announce the winner, but just enter your information at thesexylifestyle.com and you will be entered to win the womanizer. Thank you to all of our amazing listeners for tuning in to Sex Uninterrupted with Just Tara today. If you enjoyed this sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget, you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to directly support what we do, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted and join our community today. Make sure you tune in next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and listen to us live. Until then, keep it sexy. Thank you, Tara. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. 